working with, you know, Tony Robbins, going through uh, India for meditation instructor. Um, you know, I've, I've gone through the heart math training. I've just did everything that I possibly could to understand so that I could understand myself and now be in a position where I could help others that are at that place where they're wanting that next level. They want to soar. They want to go to the highest heights. They want to be able to create impact in the world. They know there's something else that's calling their heart and they don't know how to access it. And they almost feel guilty for wanting more. Another level of contribution, a spiritual expansion. What if we took back our power and we looked at everything going on in the world as opportunity for grit, opportunity for a muscle building uh, expansion of our own being. We are gonna make it through this. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and boy, do we have an exciting guest lined up for you today. Today's guest is a powerful, powerful warrioress of light. This is a woman who was the number one results coach at the number one personal transformation leader in the world. She was so amazing that she had to branch out beyond that. And she has worked with literally thousands of entrepreneurs to help them get into their hearts and make big things happen for themselves, for the people they serve, and for the world. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only, the legendary Jesse Torres. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Well, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I appreciate it. You bet. You bet. So, Jesse, I know you really well. But the person listening to this show doesn't know you well. The person listening to this show is a man or a woman who believes in the majesty of their dreams. There's someone that the good Lord put here on this earth to make a difference for their fellow man and their fellow woman. They listen to this show to learn not from me, but from you as our guest expert on how they can live life as the best version of themselves. But before they can open their hearts to you, they need to get to know you. So tell us your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Jesse Torres? <laughs> well, um, you know, I think it's all part of uh, the divine choreography of each of our lives and what that really means. And uh, I think having come from a bit of adversity in my upbringing um, and then into an 18 year marriage, um, I got to a point in my life where I didn't know who I was. I was I was a mom. I knew that. And I was coming out of a very painful divorce, um, very volatile divorce. And I was in a place where I just literally had no idea who I was. And I had lived from the context of what happened in my childhood and then into my marriage. And so what that did is it created a hunger for understanding human beings. I wanted to understand why my father did what he did when he abused me, why my mother ignored it and why my husband did what he did and why I allowed it. And that created a hunger for understanding. I, I really wanted to know what, how did I get here at 38 years old and not have a clue as to who I was. And so I started reading, picking up books, personal development. And I think there was also a stepping stone 
from my brother who um, was senselessly um, murdered when he was 29 years old. And it was just kind of one of those nuggets that I think is divine intervention. But after two years after he passed away, um, I was knee deep in my abusive marriage and I had a small box of his things. And in there were notes from his therapy sessions. There was personal development books. I didn't know what personal development was. I didn't know anything about anything. I didn't even know that I was living in enormous amounts of shame. I, I wouldn't have known to label it. I just knew that I was apathetic. Um, and I heard his voice clearly say, you know, like there was a codependent no more was one of the books in there. And, um, I heard his voice clearly say, justice is for you to do, not me. And in that moment, I had no idea what that meant <laughs> at all, um, but it never left me. And I was very comfortable living in my brother's shadows. Um, you know, nobody knew me as Jesse. They knew me as Oscar's little sister. And I was very happy with that. But I believe God and the universe had different plans. And so from that, and then coming into that space where I'm now having to leave my marriage, um, I, I needed to understand so that I can move on so that I can continue raising my children so that I can continue to be a thriving human being. I didn't even know how to leave my own town. Back then I had to buy a Thomas guide. If anybody here is ancient enough to remember what those are um, just to leave my city because I had never done that before. I was so kept. Um, and from that, it developed uh, a lot of my own uh, clearing. Uh, as I, the more I read and the more I understood, the more I saw myself through that and the more I had a hunger to help others, um, help them identify that their, their past and their pain and what happened to them does not have to define them. And, um, yeah, it led me, it led me to a lot of different trainings, you know, um, working with, you know, Tony Robbins going through, uh, India for meditation instructor, um, you know, I've, I've gone through the heart math training. I've just did everything that I possibly could to understand so that I could understand myself and now be in a position where I could help others. Amen, sister. Amen. It's a beautiful thing. And then you went and you worked for the biggest transformational leader on the planet. And you were the top coach in his organization for years. So talk about that. What did that give you? How did that set you up to be able to serve in a bigger way? Well, it was, it was huge because I had already gotten my coaching certification through Coaches Training Institute. Uh, however, I was working full-time, <laughs> like 10-hour days and trying to build a coaching practice. So when I ended up going to an event um, that transformed my life, uh, I saw I wanted to be a part of this community. I thought the energy here, the, the, the people, just you felt alive. And I thought, what would it be like to be a coach here? And um, I had submitted my resume, but nobody um, was responding. I'm sure they got thousands and thousands and thousands of resumes. Um, and so I, I wanted to go to one of the business um, events that they had, but it was $10,000. <laughs> and at that point, I was coming out of my divorce. I was robbing Peter to pay Paul. I was like literally in a bad way. I almost choked on my coffee when the guy told me it was $10,000. And, you know, I thought, there's no way I can do this. But when we got to talking and he really had me see that this could literally change the rest of my life, I thought, well, let, how can I get it? And he helped me. I turned in my 401k, I have little piddly credit cards that, <laughs> that got me there. And I told him, I said, look, I gave you all I've got. I, I can't afford a hotel at the Bellagio. 
So you need to help me find a hotel that's super cheap. And uh, I had printed a 24 hour fitness um, five day free pass that was near the Bellagio. And I was going to drive to Vegas, sleep in my car wow. and shower at the gym. <laughs> wow. And what was beautiful about it, you asked about the evolution, is it wasn't the event. It was at the event I met the director of coaching. And that changed everything for me. So it wasn't the event that it gave me. It was the opportunity that I got to meet him and say, you know, I turned in my resume, uh, you know, and I didn't even know he was there. I kept asking all of the coaches and they're like, oh, well, he's here. And I didn't even remember his name, but I knew it was Mark Von something. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I was looking at name tags and I'm like, okay, I I, want to find this guy. I'm in a group of 6,000 people. How in the world? But I kept looking at everybody's name tag. Day four, I was trying to find a um, a place to eat that didn't cost you know a lot of money, yeah. and uh, I found this little cafe. And in front of me were a group of people talking about the event. And I said, um, "Oh my god!" I looked at the name tag. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's him! It's him! It's him!" And I was freaking out. And um, you know, I'm at this event, so I'm like, "Step up, Jesse! Step up!" Uh, I walk over, I introduce myself, and he said, I do remember you. You speak Spanish, don't you? And I said, yes, I do. And he said, I will call you. And he did, true to his word. And I became um, a coach uh, there. And that gave me the opportunity to coach people from all over the world. You know, because this coaching company was so large, um, I was able to be able to create transformation in such a short amount of time and from people from all walks walks of life, different cultures, um, not only from their own trauma, but also business. Um, I was able to go to different corporations and help them, you know, up level their revenue by coaching their team and getting cohesion in there and leadership. Um, I mean, it gave me all kinds of leverage that I, I don't know that I would have had if I just continued, uh, you know, trying to build my coaching practice without it. So the opportunities were endless to see that, you know, no matter what culture, no matter what background, we're all human beings at the end of the day. And we suffer with the same things. And it gave me a keen ability to be able to, to navigate pretty much anything. Wow. 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 So you got to meet the great Mark Von Muser. You got to work at Tony Robbins and you were there for a good long time. And you were the number one coach there. Number one, top rated. So what had you see that you needed to go bigger than that? You needed to serve in a different way. What made you realize it was time for you to shine? Um, you know, Tony Robbins is, is doing incredible work. Um, and again, I, I got so much from working there and honestly, Mark was who really like helped me expand and grow and go beyond my own limitations and my own beliefs of what I was capable of. Um, but then it got to a point where I felt there was another level, another evolution. It wasn't as much more doing as it was being. And, you know, it's like we get so caught up in the force and the push and the, I get to a certain extent, you have to move through all of your mindset things. And sometimes it, it requires, you know, a mantra and it, it requires you pushing through your fears and all of that. And I, and I do believe that. However, there's another evolution of the spirit 
when you've done the mindset work nowadays, you know, we don't lack for ways, you know, affirmations, you know, uh, personal development, you read books, there's so much information, but where is the transformation? And, and, you know, people, they get to a certain level where they know the mindset work, they know to do their affirmations, they know to do their daily rituals, but they get to a certain point in life where there's another level, another level of contribution, a spiritual expansion, and they they pretty much got success in their business. They're doing well, but they know there's something else that's calling their heart and they don't know how to access it. And they almost feel guilty for wanting more. And I want to help those people that are that are at that place where they're wanting that next level. They want to soar. They want to go to the highest heights. They want to be able to create impact in the world. You know, my three key elements are passion, purpose, and impact. You know, because when you come alive, right, that Howard Thurman quote, you know, don't ask what you can do for the world. Ask what makes you come alive and go do that because we need more people to come alive. It's that aspect. When you pretty much done well and you have a savings account, your kids are good. What is next? And there, I believe, is a spirit awakening that wants to serve humanity at another level. And that's where I want to help people with. And sometimes we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what's stopping us. It could be a thread of part of our journey in the past that's preventing us. A father that never thought we'd accomplish anything or a mother that called us a loser every day, which we think we've healed, by the way. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I forgave that. Oh, no, I'm good. I don't care about that anymore. And we don't realize that it's showing up under the disguise of, of another business owner or another partnership or, and we don't realize that the threat is showing up here until we deal with that. We're just installing new software on an old OS. And if we do that, this will glitch. We will glitch all the time. We have to be able to reprogram the old story that we wrote in an unconscious conditioning when we didn't know better. Amen, sister. Amen. Amen. Beautifully said, powerfully said. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I love uh, you and I love what you're all about because you're all about lifting people up out of their hell and bringing them to heaven. So God bless your heart for that. Truly, Thank God you. bless your heart. I think that we're scared to open up. You know, I, I believe that in part of our journey, we've been hurt before and we, be, we build heart armor, you know, armor that protects our heart because we don't want to be hurt again. But what we're missing is the beauty and the magnificence and the power of the heart. And the heart is what defies all odds. The heart is what has you step into the unknown and do the unmentionable because it's, it's going from a higher purpose. So we get out of doing and we step into being, which we are benevolent. We are love innately. And so we need to come back to that. But we got to open our hearts first. And if we're not willing to do it because we're afraid, then we stay closed. And now we, we see through defense lenses. And that's what has us tight and sharp and rushing and gripping the steering wheel and trying to get more and do more and be more, thinking that our worthiness is on the next achievement versus on what we can give. Wow. I love it. I think this is absolutely super telephragilistic, fantastic. So, <laughs> so if there's someone listening to this right now that's feeling a little wonky, you know what I mean? Wonky. Like we're going through a rough, rough time in our life right now. The world is at the craziest level it's been in my lifetime. 
And there's a lot of people that are worried about inflation. They're worried about uh, how are they going to make things work? You know, the certainties, the verities of the pre-pandemic world are gone. So what do you have to say to that man, to that woman who's listening to this going, this all sounds great, but how do I apply this to my life? How do I make my life better? How do I move forward with clarity, confidence, and caring? Yeah, great question. Um, Before we can do that, we have to be witness to what we are capable of. I think that there's always something going on in the world that can take our power away if we allow it. And we have to remember how powerful we are. It doesn't matter what chaos there has been. There's always been people that rise in the moment of that chaos because worry, this is what I would say is worry is like praying for what you don't want. Every ounce of worry that you apply to what you think might happen or you're afraid might happen, you are sending energy to the very thing you don't want. So what if we took back our power and we looked at everything going on in the world as opportunity for grit, opportunity for a muscle building uh, expansion of our own being. We are going to make it through this. There will be dawn, right? There will be the sunrise again. But if we get stuck in the weighted energy that everything that's pressing on our shoulders, then we're going to start noticing what's wrong versus what's right. In, in, um, I love Mr. Rogers, you know, he, uh, he talks to the children and back at 9-11 when um, all of that devastation happened and there was so much chaos and so much fear being infiltrated, you know, he would talk to the children and he would say, as the fires and the buildings are burning down, he would say, when you see chaos, there's always helpers. Look for the help. And, and if we start to see ourselves as the ability to help, we think we're powerless. We are not. There is so much that we can do. But if we start believing the weighted energy of fear, we lower our vibration. We lower our frequency and we are adding to the very thing that we don't want. We forget that we are powerful beyond measure. We forget that our focus is everything. Wherever we send our energy is what we will manifest and create. So if you're going to spend time worrying about what might not happen, <laughs> I suggest you, you send your energy to what you want because both are available, right? And it's like people say, well, yeah, Jesse, but, but what if this happens? What if the economy never turns around? What if it just gets worse? You know, and I'm going to invite you to what if effectively, if you're going to, what if it doesn't work, you have to, what if it does, what if it turns around? What if this drop to your knees moment is the pivotal thing that we need so that we rise to a greater power so that we rise to a greater conviction of spirit, because when you, what if you must, what if both ways, because either way you're making up the story. So why not make the story that you will win, right? What if this moment was an opportunity for all of us to get creative, to be innovative, to design something that's needed right now so we never get into this position again? You know, sometimes we don't know what we've got until our knees hit the floor. So if that's what this moment is, then what is there? Because you've been dropped to your knees before. What did you find? Did you stand back up? I think you did. If you're listening right now, you did. So there's resilience in you. There's perseverance. There's courage. 
There's a willingness, a conviction to keep going. Don't forget that. You got that in those moments that you were dropped to your knees. Bring it now and bring that to the next level of the evolution, that muscle that you're building mm. to create what you want tomorrow versus become susceptible to what people want you to believe about now. Be careful who you hang with. Be careful who you hang with. Be around people that are looking for the opportunity, not the pain. Amen, sister. Amen. I'll tell you something, man. The last couple of years have been a roller coaster for me. You know, there have been times where the business was just doing amazingly great. And there have been times where the business has not been doing so great. And lately, you know, God bless the great Mark Von Muser. He he just he's been coaching me for the longest time and he and he could see that I was struggling earlier this year. And he just he pulled me under his wing. He told me what I needed to hear. And he brought me out of a low frequency vibration to high frequency vibration. And boom, I made some business happen. It's a beautiful thing to make some business happen at this time in this fashion. And everybody listening to this needs to hear that. Is that you made business. Okay. I get that. But what you did is you served people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, coming from that place of heart and Mark is just such a heart warrior, you know, it's like he brings you back to the goodness of what you are doing in the world. Nikki, you are helping, you are serving people, you are mm-hmm. creating leaders out there in the world that we need. We need the authentic leaders out there. And so it's just a matter of standing in your purpose and in the conviction of serving people, the business will take care of itself. It will grow because wealth follows service. So when you get realigned back in love, back in connection to the people you're here to serve, it makes total sense that all of a sudden they start coming in because you're convicted to serving them. And that's what Mark talks about all the time. Yeah, he does. There's no question that that's true. I mean, wealth does completely follow service there's no question that that's true and honestly every day he has me get back to the people that have served you know there's a story i told when he was in the room in the summer of 2018 it was four years ago man it's crazy um we had a a a woman who uh joined our our east circle program she had been a top top thought leader guru she was the director of um, Hoffman Canada, right? She was like, she was a big deal person. And then, you know, some stuff came up and she wasn't a part of that anymore. And um, she joined our program and she did really well. The first month she did over 10K and then 12K, the second and the third month, 18K. And then the fourth month she did $62,200 in a single month. It was incredible. And that was awesome. And that's black belt, you know, 60 grand a month or more is black belt. So she lived in, uh, in another city and we went there of my son and I for a soccer tourney. He had this, he was 12 years old back then, right? So he's 16. Now he's just a strapping young man, but, uh, we went to the soccer tourney and I called her up and I said, Hey, you got a little son, my son's age. You, you want to get together for lunch when we're on our way out of the city. So she said, yeah, sure. And, so we did. We had lunch with him. It was lovely. And, you know, we left after about an hour, hour and a half. And then a couple months later, we had our Isakol Academy in-person immersion. And Mark came over and uh, 
you know, I got up and I said, okay, does anyone have, you know, any success stories they want to share? And so she goes, I do, I do. I said, okay, great. And she got on stage. I gave her the mic and she started to ball. And I mean, ball. And I was like, oh my God, what the hell did I do? <laughs> Why is she bawling? And um, she said, Nikki, you didn't know this in between sobs, but when you and your little son came to meet my, me and my little son, my little son asked me, who are we going to meet, mommy? And I told him we're going to meet Nikki Baloo and his son. And she said, oh, uh, the young boy said, oh, are we going to meet the man who saved our family? And I just, I lost it. I started to cry. I don't cry in public. I'm an old school mm -hmm. man. Don't cry in public, you know, but I cried and we hugged. And um, she told me, you didn't know this, but, you know, we were on the verge of losing everything. When I came to you, I had made money in 18 months or so. Wow. You, you saved our family, you saved our home, you saved our, like, and I just like, so, you know, I didn't pitch anybody into our full year program, which is a high ticket program, right? I didn't pitch anybody. I just got up and I said, Hey, so this is the time where we're going to ask you if you want to do our program and, you know, here's the investment and who's in everybody signed up. Everybody. Nice. Everybody, you got to understand there were people who came to me before the event and they said, I know you have an upsell. I just want you to know I'm not doing your upsell. But that's like, they, they told me, don't bother pitching me. One of them said, I'm not doing your upsell. He was the first person to snatch the paper out of Teresa's hand to sign up. It was wild. It was absolutely wild. Well, you know what, Mickey, that's such a beautiful story. And that's exactly what you do, you know, and um, like I said in this this other interview I was on, this is the this is a human game. This is a human game. Whatever you're doing in business, it's a service you're providing with other human beings. And when you show up and you care about them and you love them and you help them with whatever it is that they're challenged with, you will win. You will win on all levels, not just in providing a service with your business, but you will fuel your own human spirit. And it, as you are fueled, just like that, that law of reciprocity here, she shared with you, she was crying, you were crying. You see what I mean? It's just, it's just beautiful. Like, I love it. Like you said, you know, there is a weighted energy right now on people. And I invite you, you know, to, to let's find out what it is, what story we're buying, what story is in our subconscious mind. We know nothing about that's creating a connection to the weighted energy of right now versus I'm unstoppable. I am limitless. I am unshakable and I am ready to conquer all my goals because I'm here to show up with purpose and on purpose to serve humanity the way that I know I can. And with that, there's nothing you can't do. I don't believe there's limitation to the human being, except the belief there is one. So let's find out what that belief is and what your story you're buying and what story you're scripting so that we can unravel it and you can start seeing through a whole new set of lenses. Because once you see the unseen, you can and now you start to realize you can write the story of your destiny. You can write the story of your tomorrow and the difference that you can make, not just for you, but for your family. So I honor you for what you do, Nikki. I, I love that story. It's so beautiful. And again, each and every one of us, we don't know. But when we show up with the lenses of service and love and making a difference, people are affected. We believe we're powerless. We are not. Kindness saved my life. In a moment when I wanted to die, I was just praying somebody would blow the red light. 
And when these people behave this way, I didn't even know what to call it. But what I knew is it triggered something in me that said, if this feeling, whatever it is, is available, life is worth living. And it was just, they were being kind. And I, I didn't know I was taught that nobody's kind for no reason. They want to take from you. They want to get something from you. My dad had told me that my ex had told me that. And so when these people just were kind for no reason, I was, it short circuited me and it made me want life. So don't underestimate the power of who you are, but we got to work through the heaviness that's going on inside right now. You know, there was a book written by Marcy Shimoff a few years ago called Happy for No Reason. I think your book, my dear, is going to be called Kind for No Reason. Yes, I love that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's yeah, great. Yeah. Anyways, that's, uh, that's spectacular. So, Jesse, if someone wants to get a hold of you, someone wants to find out about you, what you do, what you're all about, what's the best way? You can come to my website, unshakablelife.com. And if you'd like to just book a call with me, because no matter what, you're going to get value. I will commit to being a stand for you on that call. We're going to get clear on what's not working. We're going to get clear on where you want to go. And we're going to help you with the solution to get there. And if you'd like, you can go to unshakablelife.com forward slash masterclass, watch the masterclass that I have, and I'd be happy to support you. 1,000%. We're going to make sure we put that in the show notes. So, you know, anybody who wants to take advantage of that, and I highly encourage you to take advantage of it. I've had lots of calls with Jesse. She's a rock star. She'll like rock your world and take you to the next level. So make sure you take advantage of the great legendary Jesse Torres and her unshakable life calls. They are just next level and epic and incredible. So make sure that you do that. So Jesse, We end off each episode by asking you as our guest expert, what are your top three expert action steps? These are your three best pieces of advice told in bullet point style that'll help my listener take his or her life or business or both to the next level. So what do you say? Um, Okay. Well, number one, I would ask yourself, what is that big audacious dream? The one that you secretly have that you don't really share with anybody because it's so big and it's so vast, what the difference that you're wanting to make or whatever that dream is, write it down. And are you living through goals of the month or are you living with that audacious dream as your front sight focus? If that dream is in your hemisphere every day and you visualize it and you see it and you hold it in your heart, now back into it. And every step you take today is moving toward that big audacious dream because you can have it all. It's a myth to believe that, oh, like I've gotten this level of success. I should be happy on paper, on Facebook. I got the family. I've got the job. I've got some savings. I'm good. But if there's something calling on your heart, let's lean into that. So what's the big audacious dream? What is that? Tell people, share it, and then start moving toward it every day by bringing it close. Don't keep it far away like it's all the way in the moon. Bring it to the now. Feel it. Experience it. Meditate on it. Pray on whatever your mess. Bring it into your heart and embody it. Give thanks. 
give thanks for having it right now because the mind, the, the body doesn't know the difference. If you are looking at a beautiful sunset and feeling peace, or if you close your eyes and you imagine a beautiful sunset feeling peace, your body responds the same. It does not know if it's actually there. And what you want is for your body, your physical being to live as though that dream has already been accomplished. And you will draw it closer every day. And guys, if, if we don't do this, we are susceptible to what society and to what's going on in the world to infiltrate our brains. I always say have a gatekeeper at the front door of your mind and make sure that nothing gets through that you don't allow. If it doesn't gatekeeper serve you, if it's heavy. at the heavy, front door of your mind. That is very good. Yeah. And make sure that they, I, I, I imagine the guys in, in London with the big black hats, you can't make them crack a smile. <laughs> I'm like, nothing's getting through that guy that, that, that I don't get permission to. Because it's very scary and it's very dense and there's a lot of things you can watch. The news only shows us man's inhumanity to man. It does not show us the beauty that's still alive. Google random acts of kindness, grab your tissues and just sit there for a minute and start to recognize that light is still winning. Light is still winning. So find the light within you and start to activate it in every act, everything, every time you talk to Starbucks lady the grocery you can affect change right now and lean into that versus what's being infiltrated fear will just meet, meet more fear that's awesome girl i love that i love that so listener jesse torres is the real deal if you're going through a space in your life where you're feeling uncertain where you're feeling confused jump on a call with this incredible lady she is the real deal. And all the information about how to get a hold of her is going to be in the show notes. Unshakablelife.com. Go do it. Do it now. Do it now. Don't wait. Don't regret not taking action. Don't let fear choke out your dream. If you have the weighted energy of stress or you feel burnt out or passionless or you're just feeling like there's something else but you just can't find it. Or if there's unresolved trauma that you've experienced that you need help with, let's turn that into the most triumphant moment of your life versus the thing that's keeping you small. And I turn trauma into triumph, girl. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So listener, here's the deal. Take advantage of the offer to get on Jesse's call. And if you love this particular episode, here's what I want you to do. I want you to share it with somebody who needs to hear this message. I want you to share it with a friend who's hurting. Do not say this was great and forget about it. Open up the, the app, click on the episode. There's a little share button there. Send it forward and say, this is a great episode. You need to hear it. Just do it right away. And then go on wherever you happen to listen to our wonderful episode and leave us a, a review, a five-star review. If we deserve it, and if we don't, then leave whatever review you think we deserve, and you know, the uh, five star rating, I should say, and then leave a review. Talk a bit about what this got you. That's how we help more people get the benefit of this incredible message and incredible people like Jesse. Okay, so take advantage of that and listen. And if you're a thought leader, a coach, a consultant right now, and you're a little stuck in your business, go to our website, eCircleAcademy.com. 
jump on a phone call with me. Remember the team and let's, let's get you rocking. Let's get you rocking right now. Let's get you out of being stuck. Let's take you from tragic to magic. Make sure that you do that and do it now. Jesse Torres, a total honor to be here with you, my dear. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Let's have you back again real soon. Thank you so much, Nikki. I appreciate it. My honor. You bet. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guest, the one and only Jesse Torres, go to the show notes at thethoughtleaderrevolution.com or wherever you happen to listen to this podcast episode. Go to our website, unshakablelife.com and share this episode with at least one person. Do it now. Go on your phone, open up the episode, send it and say, I thought of you. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.